0: Thank you for listening to Carter the Accountant, an economic development podcast sharing authentic success stories and personal journeys that celebrate all that it means to live a life. The big dreams, love, loss, success, financial planning, lost potential, and beyond. And now, Carter the Accountant.
1: Inspired you to start your art gallery at that
0: um, thank you for that question sam and in all honesty my people inspired me on uh, my mm-hmm. surroundings my great grandparents the people that looked like me but what i noticed is we weren't seeing that reflected in our homes in the museums um, we we affect so much of the culture and we are so much a part of history i mean we're the cradle of civilization you go back in time And I just didn't understand why there wasn't more reflecting the spirit of who I was, my history and my people. So to make a long story short, that was the whole inspiration of having a gallery and being able to be that source to educate and expose people that were like me, that were curious or hadn't grown up with collective fine art or understanding why it was so important and not really knowing because I didn't know at a time when I was younger, it was a process for me. So Mm -hmm. I thought how many other people are having the same process or don't know like me and would love to know and would love to see that. And it's just, it just kind of, the doors just started opening because it's it's like a domino effect, you know? And you realize, oh wow, this needs to be shared and why not me?
1: Yeah. So why do you think um, people should uh, invest in art, particularly, you know, younger millennials is kind of what I'm going towards. Why do you think they should invest in art? Um,
0: well, number one, an appreciation in your culture. I always say if you don't collect, you're basically saying that we gave nothing of credibility to society as a whole,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. as a
0: people. So, what what art does is reflecting the things that are out here the lives we're living um, the world that we're building and we're part of that world so we have to reflect that um, and give ourselves that credibility that's what the museums and the institutions do so it's an investment not only in yourself but it's it's a great investment in your portfolio because those art funds, people actually trade and have huge investments in art and it's part of their stock it's part of their heritage i think if you study history and anytime there was a war the number one thing that was saved in wartime mm-hmm. was art because you you know that you can look at the art and see what was happening in the time period yeah. even hitler as cruel as he was didn't destroy the art that a lot of the jews had actually done yeah. so it's just interesting um the appreciation factor there, but we just don't know so it's it's a great benefit for your assets as well. Just an asset in your history and passing that down because over time, as we leave this earth, the only thing that will be left are our buildings and the art and the remains of history, just like in the primitive days, during the cave days, when they're going back and they're looking at the hieroglyphics and the paintings the cavemen did. They're seeing yeah. how these people lived their lives. So it's, it's the same yeah. story with art.
1: That's yeah, I like that. You know, art is a, a- a reflection of what's going on at that period of time, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: with the whole Black Lives Matter, have you seen your artists really dig in, particularly your uh, African-American artists? Are they digging in on the this culture, creating new pieces, kind of really yeah. reflecting what's going on in, in today's they world? They are.
0: They're being so creative. This is giving them the opportunity to really dig in and go beneath the surface, if you will, and... And just be true creatives. And they're, mm-hmm. and they're working hard. They're, people are acknowledging the work. They're buying the work. Um, so it's been an, a great creative time um, for the artists. They really use this time to be in their studios and work. Mm-hmm. And they're turning out some incredible pieces.
1: Give me an example um, like of your artist. Uh, one yeah. or two different artists is up to you. Um, the type of work that they've uh, portrayed, put out in the community, that's been a just a a, a true inspiration, as I would say, you know.
0: Well, I'll give you two different artists with two different dynamics. One artist, let's say Kevin Cole, mm-hmm. um, his work is abstraction and figurative in a sense, but he always spoke about historical um, things that happened with uh, Black people being lynched by their neckties and Black mm-hmm. people so when they were trying to vote, the Voting Rights Acts and how we really didn't have the right to vote. So he of course took that motif and the symbolism of voting and and turned it into something beautiful and everything is centered around uh, moving forward, growing dreams, prospering, faith, and hope. All of those things that our people had, but we didn't really um, have the opportunity. So when we tried to vote, we were hung by our neckties. So now that's really prevalent was we're here now trying to vote and we see politics that they're trying to take that vote away and and we're having problems in the polls and voting is a huge issue in society so now he's able to really say okay this is what i've been speaking about and it's in 60 years later we're still having this discussion then on Mm. the opposite end i have an artist a textile artist named jamal wright he wants to talk about the joy of the black culture. Mm. So his work is dealing with um, the joy of black life and, and the beauty of families and happiness and, and not all of our sorrows because we live just like everyone else. We we travel, we have family dinners, we, we celebrate life in all aspects of so his work is abstraction but it's about the joys. He has a series called Flats Flat and Just Like That yeah. taken from the movie The Wiz. And this movie was actually one of, a huge, it wasn't a huge success, but it was one of the few movies at the time that had an all black cast, black writers, directors, Mm -hmm. black music, it was black excellence, if you will. So sometimes we don't celebrate black excellence. So we have to celebrate both, right? The historical aspects of voting, you know, and then historical aspects of we celebrate life and culture. And and as we know, we've overcome so much. So we are survivors
1: yeah do you find it being on a um upward slope or downward slope since you've commenced uh your business um with younger folks and i'm i'm saying younger folks but millennials uh that that's a a large age gap but in in terms of their understanding acknowledging art and willing to invest in it do you find that to be uh on an upward slope um you know, are there any barriers or struggles there that, that we should know about yeah. and be aware of?
0: It's just the exposure. I find the millennials are—they're curious, they're open, and they're—they're they're exposed to so much more because, of course, they've been on social media since you know they were born almost. So they—they see so much more of the world than we ever saw when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So they understand even if it's just a celebrity collecting it, it piques their interest. You know. Well, why yeah. is this celebrity collecting? What's so important about art? So I think there is an interest. And I think as they grow and they're developing their careers and they have the money to spend, they're willing to spend it on art, but they're connecting on the art that reflects them. And I think that's how you you know connect with anybody because I think art, first of all, has to speak to you. I don't care who it is. Um, art speaks to different people. And I think that's the beauty of it. So there's that new, like you said, millennial group Um, they love the arts and often as a gallery owner, I have people that come in just to be in the gallery and see, but once they get inside and I'm able to talk about the work or explain the art, it's an aha moment. Like, oh, September, I never looked at it that way or thought about it. So education, education.
1: And I have to say, I am a huge fan of your work, your artist. Um, I have several pieces.
0: You do, you do. Um,
1: I mean... Who's counting though? (laughs) I'm trying to think. I mean, I have. I know in my Brookhaven office we have about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces. Yes. In my home, I may have another four, four. And you're doing it
0: the right way, Sam. You you know you take your time. I tell people it's not a buy all at once. It's a buying over time because yeah you become more informed you get a different eye and I, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it and i like the way that you look and you take your time
1: and mm-hmm. you and
0: you you bought things that spoke to you yeah and i love yep. that and then in my business model you know you you've been a great client and a great friend but you've also referred business to me as well and you're a big component of referring and just opening up um your yeah. heart and your friendships and that's important in my world. I I always tell people it's a relationship based business. Um, And that's more important than anything, because most of my work has come from relationships like yours and building on those. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, I think that's important what you do as an owner, a black business owner as well, we have to support each other. And I really, truly appreciate that.
1: I would say, you know, sometimes I ask folks, like, you know, what makes you stand out in your industry, but in your case, I, I think it's more of a Anomaly is what I feel, because I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, uh, folks pushing black art. But what do you think? I mean, that's your industry. I'm not, in, I'm not embedded in the industry. But what do you think that, that really causes uh, what you do, how you do to actually stand out?
0: Um, I would think you just don't see like me, especially in Atlanta, doing what I do. I, I'm, I call myself a purist. I'm all about the art. I'm not an event space. I'm not there to decorate your home. I'm really there mm-hmm. to give you some work that's going to speak to you. I'm not going to come in and oh you're so different.
1: oh this, <laughs> color right, yeah, right. this color scheme right
0: right. Let me put some colors <laughs> and match you up. It's like that's what I'm not there for. There's there's <gasps> decorators and there's galleries that do that. Well, that's not my mission. You know, my yeah. mission it grows every day. I think as the owner of any business you you grow and what I've learned is I have to be true to who I am and my mission yeah. is to help people grow their collection but be informed whether you buy it from me or anyone else. I, I often tell people, go to the museums, go to universities, go study, buy books, coffee table books and, and get an idea and educate yourself. That way as you're growing, we grow together, but mm-hmm. you're proud of what you collect. You know, you, you feel some ownership yeah. and you can speak intelligently about the work when they walk in your home because um, yeah. that's important and most people will notice work when they come in your home and comment on it um and i think that's the important conversation not the oh yeah match the curtain so we went on a right
1: break. right and <laughs> so funny that, enough because i've point. seen a lot of real collectors i don't i consider myself like a, a rookie right but folks who are really into collecting art um it's never about matching a wall or something the artist is you you build a wall out of, of the message that you're trying to create or inspire yourself you so know, daily true. basis. You're walking through your home and it's just like, these things are uplifting. Uh, but what I have done just like a hint, hint to our listeners is that uh, you can't change the frame, you know, just don't change the, you can't change the piece itself, but you could do a more modern firm uh, frame or a traditional frame. You can always yes. change the frames in different settings, but uh, the, the piece needs to speak for itself. Right.
0: That's so true. So how
1: has COVID affected any effect on your business? Has it been a great, good for business for you or what?
0: Yes. People are at home looking at their walls.
1: <laughs> they can't
0: travel. They don't want to buy too many clothes because they're not going out. Right. And they're like, oh, I need art. <laughs> I know.
1: I want so, to I go to Paris. I want to go to Africa. Let me go buy some some Black art, right?
0: <laughs> and I love it. It's, been, it's been like, OK, this is fantastic. You know, I hate, I hate for us to go through a pandemic But it's been, it's been interesting. It's been, I've gotten um, a lot of more visibility, if you will. Yeah. But I also think too, yeah, they're all online. And I've been in the business. I'm still young, nine years. And I think over time, you know, you've developed relationships and you become more familiar. I've done a couple of art fairs. I've met a few people. So I think it's kind of this perfect storm of growing the growth of black Lives Matter helped me a lot because people said we want to support Black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's the African-American galleries out there? So I got a, a huge plug in Artsy, which is an online forum, um, and they listed me as one of the top 26 um, African-American galleries in the country. I got a little awesome. mention in New York Times. So I think it's just like, you know, over time, it's, people are starting to recognize Black businesses and say, well, how can we support yeah. Um, and I greatly appreciate it, but it COVID has been good to us.
1: Really. So what's in front of you guys? Tell me, you know, the next, you know, uh, hopefully first off this morning, let me just say I've, I've, heard and I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't know how official this is, but there's another strand of COVID essentially in the UK that had to lock them back down. Yes, We went into 2020 thinking, you know, this is the year of vision, you know, Oh my God, we're going to rock this year. As a company, we have done well. And it sounds like your company has done well. uh, And, and, you know, we're just grateful and and blessed for that. Are we going to go into 2021 with the same or not worse than how we went into 2020? I'm a little concerned about that. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. I was concerned even before they mentioned the new strand.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, as far as your your goals, though, so you're just on this trajectory. Is there anything new in front of you guys or just kind of just spearheading what you already have in plan, any any new plays in 2021?
0: Yeah, I think we hit the reset button and we're doing the virtual tours, which has been great. And Ooh. we also, you know, during the holidays, we're having a sale now special pricing on all of the work in the gallery. So we really to help ease the pain um, for some collectors that wanted to buy and to help the artists because our artists need to live as well. So we're just trying to accommodate the audience, our, our artists, and we're moving forward. I think you, you have to grow. And I think during this time, you just kind of have to reflect, of course, and and move forward. Um, because your clients will move with you and they'll stay with you. And I just think it's it's a time you have to hunker down um, and again, hit the reset button. We're all just trying to make sure that we stay true to what we're doing, but continue to just stay alive and keep the company going so that once we come out of this, which I believe we will, um, we'll have this amazing yeah. story. You know, of how we survive, you yeah. know, a historical time with a pandemic, you know, but you know, we plan to be here, Sam. We're 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 gonna rock oh, and I roll. know,
1: know you resilient?
0: We a real are boss.
1: resilient.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We just, you know, you maneuver how you do business and you make changes here or there. But um how I does think, the
1: virtual tour work?
0: Oh it's so cool. You, they click on and you can maneuver anywhere you want through this virtual landscape. It's everything sitting on a wall, like you're in an actual gallery. So you can move around. Then if you say you get tired of moving around the space, and you're like, oh, I'm lazy. I don't really want to think. you can click on another catalog beneath the virtual tour and just look at the images alone and then read the bios. But it's a way for you to feel like you're in the gallery and see what it actually looks like on the wall.
1: And what about the artists? Is their story listed as well? Like, it is.
0: Their bios, their story. I actually record um, and talk about the work. The last body of work was Strange Fruit. And I actually did a poem on, and the poem was based on every title of each piece of work in the exhibition. I decided to do a poem because the, the titles were so interesting. And mm-hmm. if anybody knows the story about Strange Fruit um, from Billie Holiday, Uh, it's it's really, really interesting. And um, the work is amazing. Of course, right now I have a show up, The New Magic from Danny Simmons and Jamel Wright. And they're two incredible artists. Um, Danny Simmons is a poet, an artist out of Philadelphia. He's um, actually Russell Simmons' older brother, but he's philanthropic. He's um, just an incredible person. So his work is up. Along with Jamel Wright. So we're just rocking and rolling. And our next exhibition coming up in February will be David Driscoll, who passed last year. Um, great historian, curator um, of African American art in the country. Most people are familiar with his work from the Bill Cosby Show, but he's just a true gem in the arts world. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a print show of his body of work, but the High Museum is actually doing a retrospective of his work. And then the Stephen Thomas Museum down in Madison, Georgia, where actually Eatonton, where David Driscoll was born, um, we highly suggested they do a, a show of his body of his work, too, because that's where he was actually born. So that's going to be a huge um, opportunity for people to see work at the high, buy work from my gallery and then go out to Madison, which is a beautiful, beautiful museum. And and see some of his work from a private collector's collection. So
1: yeah,
0: uh, we're moving forward. We're still trying. We're gonna always stay relevant because our stories are relevant. So
1: yeah, I'm excited. Constantly I'm constantly unfolding and growing. So yes. you, you, you're on a great trajectory. I support you. You know, we'll definitely have to have to have a round two and a round three because there's so much more. You know, we still we'd like to keep it on that power cast just to keep it like short and sweet. Um, for these folks out here with these short intention spans.
0: But before (laughs) we
1: conclude, I want to ask you two spiritual things um, Mm. because I think it's important. You know, a lot of folks talk about when when I ask them about success, you know, how did you become successful? What keeps you successful? Uh, We can dive into the business. We can talk about mission, vision, strategy. But when the lights are off, right, what keeps you inspired to wake up every day and to stay on this trajectory, Uh, nurturing your business, nurturing your, your self, your mind, body, soul. How do you go about your day um, keeping yourself inspired?
0: Meditation, prayer, and a state of gratitude every single day. I feel that life is a gift. Um, And then when I wake up each day and I've been granted this opportunity to do something, um, to have the talent and the people around me that are talented, to work to to work with just great people um, mm-hmm. in this space inspires me often, and um, I truly love what I do. There's a saying: if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life.
1: That's so. Very I true. don't even
0: feel like I'm working, Sam. I just feel like God has given me these talents um, of bringing collectors together with the artists, and. Again, it's, it's a, gift, a gift. I just I think I stay inspired just by waking up with a sense of gratitude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all it takes for me.
1: Well, there you have it, folks. September Gray with September Gray Art. You know, I'm a supporter. Again, um, I've been on September for years. A yes. dear friend of mine. And um, again, we got to have a part two, though. But I want to thank you for joining our podcast.
0: Thank you, thank you so much for inviting me.
1: All right. And we'll chat shortly.
0: Yes, yes. You're one of my favorite people.
1: Uh, Thank you, sweetheart.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Carter the Accountant. We envision a world where essential and transformative powers will help people turn nothing into something. Follow us on Instagram at Carter the Accountant.